0: This podcast is a Kitty Wing production.
1: <coughs> Rockus Marcus. Rockus
0: Marcus. My, my, my High School iPod. My High School iPod. My High School iPod. My High School iPod.
1: Starts now. Oh, there. Oh, yeah. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod. The show where we have a guest on uh, we invite them uh, on to onboard this uh, jalopy of a podcast uh, and take a trip uh, to the land of nostalgia um, and we'll listen to the music that they listened to in their formative high school years and uh, we, we unpack it a little bit we 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 see what we still like about it we see how it uh, shaped uh, them into the person that they are today uh, <laughs> School, school, school. Let me hear you say podcast. Podcast. Hold on, I messed up. Let me do that again. Okay. School, school, school. Let me hear you say iPod. iPod. (laughs) They're both dumb.
0: Yeah, I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't know if the second take was any better.
1: i think uh, do you ever do you think them out beforehand or is it obviously sp- no <laughs> i just think of things that kind of rhyme with the words that are the name of our podcast <laughs> and that's what comes out um i think people either uh said ipod in their while they were listening to it or they just stopped listening to this <laughs> just right at that point are like nope <laughs> uh I am your host, Jay Howell. Obviously, I still don't know how to begin an episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host slash producer slash number one bro slash slash the guitar player from Guns N' Roses.
0: How'd you know that about me? <laughs> I have never told anybody.
1: It's your top hat, bro. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Joma. hey buddy, how are you?
1: I'm good man, I'm feeling silly. Yeah, I can tell. I like guy, it. Man. It's tax season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: you get yours filed in time. I did. I, I went for that that push to October extension yeah. baby I
1: I know everyone wants to hear about this. I know. Uh, I usually <laughs>
2: <laughs> I compelling.
1: usually file them like January and I just I I wanted a little suspense and I waited until like 2 days before. But.
0: This was my first year fully uh not employed like self-employed. Yeah. So it was a nightmare. <laughs> I'm
1: glad you got through it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I made it through. I mean, I still owe money that I have not talked October to pay, but yeah, yeah. I made it through. Th-
1: you got time. Uh, and you'll be making tons of money off this podcast in no time.
0: So. Yeah, that's, what I, that's why I just <laughs> pushed it to October, because I was like, well, I'll be rich by then.
1: <laughs> Let's get to our guest. He's been waiting very patiently. Uh, I'm very excited to have him on. Uh, he's been a friend of mine for many years. Uh, we've been playing music together for like nine years now. Uh, we've played in many cities and many states, um, and you might have seen him at this past Dragon Con, uh, walking around wearing cat ears and carrying bongo drums. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast, Mason Turner.
3: How's it going, guys?
1: Hey, buddy. Hey,
3: dude.
1: Uh, so, Mason, uh, like I said, we, we, we play in uh, in Pony League, we play yeah. in uh, Mountain Party, we uh-huh. play in uh, with Jeremy Ray. Um, I think that's it.
3: Have we done anything else?
1: Uh, not yet, but by that, the time uh, this podcast comes out, we might be in like three more bands. Tonight. We did that <laughs> Dragon
3: Hunters song. Yes. Yes, we
1: did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. And, and, you know, we, the song that, uh, was playing during your, the flawless introduction, uh, was a kink song. <laughs> and, uh, it's, I, I think about, uh, one of the things i think about when i think about you is uh when we were like the first tour we ever did we were in a minivan and we had a uh like a u-haul with all it's of terrifying. our yeah, yeah with all our gear in it and we were it was like january and we were like traveling through like kentucky and pennsylvania it was in like, the
3: mountains and it was snowing it
1: was t- so and it scary it was
3: like a 10 or 15 year old minivan and, like, going up the that's mountain, horrifying. that's scary, right? Yeah. But on top of it's kind of okay. Going down <laughs> is just as bad. So, yeah, I, I remember Who that, Who did too, the though. driving? I was driving then. Oh, Charlie my God. drove a little bit there, too. But, uh, but, yeah, that was... You had to drive in the snow. It was awful. We did. I would have quit the band. We, right, well. <laughs> well, we were,
1: like, taking turns. And my whenever I drive on the interstate, uh, I tend to get sleepy. Just like, but I guess just like the yeah. I actually nature. know
0: th- this about you that you sleep in cars. You fall asleep in cars. Yeah, not mm-hmm. not necessarily when you're driving. I've
1: but. never done it behind the wheel, but I do like <laughs> get kind of sleep. And like, so I, I generally I know that about myself. And it was like my turn to drive, and I forget where we were, uh, but I had I had uh, like. It was me and my like four of my very close friends and I was like, I'm going to fall asleep and we're all going to die and I'm going to, I'm going to feel really bad about it. Uh, And I also had never like driven with a U-Haul trailer behind me. So I was like extra nervous, but you were sitting in the front seat and we listened to that Kinks album and we just talked about the Kinks and I remember feeling very calm the whole time. (laughs) Cool.
3: Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, we I remember you you were saying you thought you'd fall asleep and kill everybody. I thought that I would be doing everything right and still kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like I was worried that I'd be driving well and still just like go <laughs> off the side of the mountains. So, are so. you the
0: final uh pony league? Uh, do you complete the No. Still got Charlie. Still got Charlie. Still get Charlie. Yeah. yeah.
1: If we get Charlie on here, I'd be really happy. To
3: <laughs> <laughs> go to Charlie's house, but uh, Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um
1: so I guess I like tell us a little bit about like high school Mason, like your stuff you were into, like if you had to kind of describe what kind of, what kind of kid you were back in the, in the early aughts.
3: Sure. Uh, so yeah, I was, um, like through elementary school, middle school, I feel like I was a a good kid, you know, like I was a good boy. I think you're still a good kid. Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, but you know, I was like, got good grades, like did well in school, stuff like that. Um, then uh, middle school kind of the same thing. Uh, I hung out with a lot of the same people from elementary school on through middle school. And when I got to middle school I met a lot of, you know, new people because it was a feeder school to Shamley High School. The uh, magnet school fed into the right. middle school too, so I met a bunch of people there. Um, and I was in band in elementary school, so I was in band in, in middle school. I played the trumpet. And cool. I met a lot of people that way. Like people that I still know now, um, you know, like Mike Morgan and, and Connor. Uh, Aaron McNicholas was in there as well, yeah, in, in band. So I met all of them like that way. Um, but yeah, for a long time, just kind of really into, uh, baseball. Yeah. (laughs) Big baseball fan. We
0: all play in a fantasy baseball, uh, league together with the aforementioned Gus Fernandez and Aaron McNichols. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Nicholas. Nicholas, whatever. (laughs) The champ.
1: So yeah, like, and you... When did you start playing, uh, I guess, like bass guitar? Like-
3: uh, so I started playing bass after uh, Connor and Gus's band broke up. They uh, were in a band called Who Am I? And then they, they broke up. And Connor and Gus wanted to start a new band. And I had been playing guitar for a couple of years. Like I got a guitar when I was probably 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they wanted someone to play bass. So I told them that I would do it. Uh, I bought a bass guitar off of our friend Raj. Who was also one of the magnet kids, one of the smart kids, and uh learned kind of in Connor's uh garage in Tucker and just play, you know, Fox Trotsky songs and leftover crack songs and stuff like that. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you play in any band did you play guitar in any bands before that?
3: I or? did, yeah. So when I, I first started playing guitar, um my friend Kenny uh got a bass and he like he had never played bass before. He went to guitar center and they sold him a, like a fretless bass. <laughs> perfect uh, to learn on <laughs> really awful to learn on and, um, and so he would just kind of like slide around and do stuff, it was like not good um, and it, you know it wasn't his fault but we had a band called Extreme Honosity for a little bit, it was just the two of us Nice. and then I was in a band called The Fuzz in uh, middle school with some other people um, and then I started playing in a band called $50 Fine with my friend Jonathan and my friend Chris and um we didn't have a drummer we just just like guitar and bass and singing and when we recorded stuff we all played drums and stuff but that's cool but i was doing that and um that that's that's what led up to me and that's i think how they knew that i played music was right. like i had a band right in in high school so
1: it's mason from 50 dollar fine yeah. <laughs> so you
0: you joined up with gus and who else connor and connor yeah yeah and that was what was the name of the band that was Fox Trotsky? Fox Trotsky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And you were like what, fifteen? Sixteen? Maybe? I was probably sixteen, yeah. I think at that time. Yeah. But you guys stuck around for a while, right? I mean we, po- post high school? Yeah. So mm-hmm.
3: we were a band, I think, until two thousand nine. Wow. Um, yeah, however long that was. Yeah, seven years almost. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah.
1: You're into being in bands for a long time.
0: Yeah, I can't quit. <laughs> um, I don't think anything I was doing in high school, I was doing after high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the only things I was doing
3: in high school and after high school. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What, uh, I guess,
1: uh, so you were like, what I know about you, you're you're a punk rock guy. Yeah. Um, was that? That was that was like in high school. Was that mostly what you were kind of listening to, or?
3: Yeah, for sure. Like, um, so I think when I was maybe like eleven or twelve, uh, I was at my friend Spanky's house, and they had uh, a CD copy of that REM record with the like lion on it. Mm. And then they also had Dookie. Like Dookie looked cooler. Yeah, it was like more for sure. To look at. <laughs> uh, so I, I listened to that. <clears throat> was like very 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 much into green day for like several years um you know still very much like green day but uh but yeah so that that kind of set that off and then my friends who were in this 50 dollar fine band with me uh were into these other kind of uh bay area punk bands uh pop punk bands of the time so like the mr t experience and um uh other lookout records bands so Mm -hmm. stuff like uh screeching weasel and the queers and uh Uh, Operation Ivy and stuff like that so it got into it very much through that stuff through Green Day and then kind of out from there uh and then back in time you know learning about old stuff and yeah
0: that's cool you had that punk knowledge too you had you you got to learn I think I like I, I feel like I missed out on that a lot and didn't really know much about punk besides what I was listening to on samplers and stuff um But that's because I hung out with a bunch of stoners who just listened to 311 and Sublime. You learned a lot recently
1: with those Punkarama albums that you were listening (laughs) to. The same things (laughs) I was listening to when I was in high school.
0: (laughs) Uh, I knew uh, out of all those bands you mentioned, Operation Ivy, I think none of the others. Green uh, Day and REM, I got those down. Yeah, but.
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So the Mr.
0: T experience, you Mr. said. T and,
3: experience, uh, the Queers and Screeching Weasel are. Oh, yeah, very very I, similar. Yeah, bands. yeah,
0: yeah. I need the Queers. I don't know Screeching Weasel.
3: Okay, well, yeah, they're they're from Chicago. They're they're uh. very similar, like Ramones inspired, yeah, like, three chord pop punk type stuff.
0: Let's listen. Uh, to one. What do what, sure. what you what do you want to listen to? What should we what should we play
3: first? Um, do you have? Uh, See, you can play like "Hey Suburbia" or something like that. It's a really, okay. really well-known screeching weasel song.
1: I feel like I I know that name, and just I don't know if I've ever heard a screeching weasel song. I'm but sure I, you
3: have. They're like guest list and cool kids. Mm, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't. <laughs>
1: There's a lot I, I found doing this podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know much mu- about music. Right. I feel that way too. <laughs> well,
3: there's so awesome. much to know. There's so much.
0: So this is "Hey, Suburbia" by Screeching Weasel.
3: Yep. It's
0: a great album cover.
3: It's pretty cool, yeah. I think they, I don't know, they've fallen out of favor a little bit. I think the singer. Kind of punch the lady and oh god uh, show uh, yeah this is all very much in my yeah.
1: house. For were you uh were you like coming down to atlanta to go to like punk rock shows and stuff or
3: um i would go to shows from time to time uh at the masquerade mostly mm-hmm. um i can't recall really even going to much stuff uh anywhere else. We did go, uh, another band that I really, really like called Dillinger Four played at a a club called the duplex. And I don't even know what it is anymore or what it was, where it Mm. was. Uh, But it was like this pit kind of like a uh, lowered area where the stage was and around the outside was, uh, it was kind of like the masquerade, the old hell in the masquerade, but much smaller. Okay. And, like, really weird. Like, a real 70s kind of disco vibe. Like, disco ball. The weird. And stuff like that. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, but that's the only other place I can really remember going to until I was, you know, 18 and I could go all the cool places.
1: It was hard to, like... it Up until, like, a friend got a car. Right. It was really hard to, like... I know my parents were just like, no, it's a school night. Or, like, right. what, you had to yeah. really, like work hard to like get down to like we were in Kennesaw uh and it was just like to get to a show and it almost made you like it more that you had to like work you had to figure out a way to get there and like right and it was just like a big city and like by the time you like walked in there you were just like you would you would like reached your goal yeah like made it really exciting
3: Super exciting. Like the stage seems so big the, mm-hmm. uh, in Heaven at the Masquerade too. Just like enormous. You yeah. Know? you think about it like I always heard like Nirvana played there and stuff, so you're like, Man, there's so many <laughs> cool bands who played at the Masquerade. Uh, yeah. Really kind of special place, I guess, for a while to me.
0: May it rest in peace.
1: Well, I think it's, it's funny. It moved. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's
0: funny, though, that you had that venue, because, like, I remember, remember venues like that, too, that, like, maybe existed for a month or something, and, like, you go to it when you're younger, and then, you, 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 like, you, like, you said, I don't know where it was, or, yeah. you know... Um one was The Loft, which I think we've talked to about on this podcast before. It's and somebody said there. it's still there. It's still right. Center stage. Is it like yeah, under yeah. center right, stage or yeah. something? Yeah. For the longest time, I was just like, I don't know where. I went to a hip hop show there once when I was like, you know, maybe 19 or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I guess it's gone. It doesn't exist because I never heard about it. But yeah. Yeah. I think I found that out on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, like, it's, you know, like people have mentioned places and you're just... Like yeah of course they don't exist anymore they were just like shitty venues right, for, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> even the like big ones some of those don't exist anymore so it's like like I went I remember going one time to the revolution to mm. see like brand new and taking back sunday and then like I it just there were no more shows there because it
0: closed it, down like, right. it didn't exist anymore <laughs> right. and it was
1: like the shitty like I don't know I think I don't even know if there was a stage like it was just this like long room but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of fun to think like, yeah, I went and saw a show at that place and now it's a mixed use condo or something. Like it just doesn't like exist anymore. Or yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't, I, I didn't come to Atlanta a lot. I, we, we did go to Swayze's a lot. Totally. Uh, went to Gus's house to see shows yeah, as my, well. my.
0: Watch your fucking head. Is yeah, that what he said? Watch, watch your motherfucking head. Watch your motherfucking head.
3: Yeah. Um. And then other set. Like I, I went and saw Green Day in Athens. At, oh like, yeah, Classic Center. Um. In went,
0: high school. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. This would have
3: I, been like right before. Right, because I was when gonna came out. I think.
0: I think I saw them in high school, and it was at
3: Lakewood. Oh. Right so on. yeah, they were already. Did you see them at Blink-182? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to that also.
0: And uh Tom was sick I think and like his voice sucked. Do you remember that?
3: Uh it was I was just his voice. Didn't really like Blink-182. I was like actively disliked. And Green Day opened, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which I
0: assume they were probably like switching off, off or something. Yeah, yeah but out there. I remember Green Day was like so much better yeah. and I was a huge Blink-182 fan at the time, but uh, I right. was just like man, that Blink-182
3: should have not ended the show cuz <laughs>
0: I miss Green, Green Day. Day. The bar pretty high. <laughs> yeah. well,
3: I think I think something that was more along kind of the lines of how I thought about stuff then was just that I the things that I didn't like were almost as important to me as the stuff that I did mm. like. So uh, not liking not liking Blink One Eighty Two was a big deal yeah because you know, everyone liked him so what you
0: just like leave after <laughs> green day he,
3: like stood around and just yeah. like talked shit about how they sucked and, like, <laughs> and it was cool when he uh travis barker did the like whole rotating and, yeah. that was awesome yeah, yeah.
0: um he did that it, for years though yeah so like if you saw them
3: two tours
0: you'd see the <laughs> same
3: did they do it in vegas at their like residency that they have? i don't know probably yeah, though, they probably right? just like, kept rotating like show. from
1: the first song <laughs> onto the, like, the finale <laughs> You like can't get off. (laughs) Do
0: you remember Travis Barker had that reality show, like early, early years reality show? I
1: yeah, I I remember we would watch it, and the entire time I was just like, he's like the least charismatic member of this band. Why is he super dull? Show.
0: He's and the like, most
3: talented, most boring person yeah, in the band. Yeah,
0: he band. would always sneak off to like smoke weed and like they would insinuate it so hard, but never like talk about it. Like he'd like dis- he'd be like disappearing, and like <laughs> they'd be like, Where's Travis? And his model wife or whatever would be like, You know where he is. <laughs> and then that would be He's it. Drumming, <laughs> wink. <laughs> Stupid.
1: So you're like what you were saying. Your your things that you didn't like were important. And like, was there? Because I guess I I just liked both of them kind of casually. Like I wasn't super into one or the other. Was it because you liked Green Day so much that you were like, I can't like Blink One Eighty Two? Was there like a like a like you had to choose a side kind of thing? Yeah,
3: absolutely. I mean, I I was so super obsessively into Green Day. Like I remember looking at like uh, like websites like forums reading about green day getting like bootlegs and stuff off the internet for like before there was like napster and and stuff like Mm. that very very much into them and just kind of having this attitude of that they were the best band um and i think even kind of before that point like before blink 182 uh got super popular i think that i had already started listening to some bands that i were like these are real right real punk bands and like Blake 182 was not a real punk band. Which it's is such pop. a silly it's distinguish. Ridiculous. It's <laughs> so silly. But I know
0: I know that feeling. Weirdly I had it too. Yeah. But Blake One Eighty Two was alright in my book. <laughs> yeah. But there were there were definitely some of those later ones that were coming out that like Good Charlotte and Fallout Boy that I was just like, oh, this shit sucks. But then you listen to a lot I mean there was some good stuff out there, but a lot of the same stuff that I was listening to, especially on samplers and stuff, sounded just like Fallout Boy or oh, yeah, Good Charlotte sure. or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blink sounded pretty much like Fallout Boy and Good Charlotte, you know? Well, Blink 182 like. Green Day kind of did too. Like, they all, all the were kind of doing the same thing, yeah, yeah.
3: It's all derivative of the same type of thing. Right, right. Know? Yeah. Um,
0: um, I, I will say that the green. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but but the the Billy Joe voice, it, he does it better than than most people doing that uh, afflicted voice thing. What I don't know what you want to call it, like fake accent
3: thing, you know, I, like, yeah, some type of like, vocal affectation, yeah,
1: yeah. British inspired. Kind I, don't of. Know, uh,
3: I don't know. I don't know that I ever really thought of that as a thing. Like, I didn't realize it until I heard someone else talking about it. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but like, it's that's how he sings.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So this is Green Day.
3: Yeah. Welcome to Paradise.
1: Uh, Mason still has a Green Day Dookie t-shirt that he
3: wears. Nice. Oh, well, I got it this year. Yeah, <laughs> got it pretty recently <laughs> and where it is looking, it. Yeah. And people,
1: I've, I've heard people compliment it.
3: Man, the most random people Love yeah. that album And I, it's not random people It's sold like 30 million copies Right Like yeah. one of, a tenth of the country Has heard every single song On that record So uh, But yeah I, I really, really love this album I I, I really, really liked it. there Are only three people in this yeah. On this record You know, moving forward They have some more people mm. But I really, really i don't know there's something cool about that kind of dynamic is like, totally and it, knowing about them reading about them and, and stuff like that they're friends right it's right a, it's a really cool story and um, yeah i just always kind of identified with that i think especially I, I kind of wanted to model my life after that right like i got a guitar and i was like oh i'm 14 i'm gonna start playing shows just like billy joe and green day did like uh you know whatever but <laughs> and, and I think you know it, it, the songs are easy to play, so was, totally. I could learn all of them uh, without knowing anything about guitar, so that's like uh, most of the first stuff that I learned is uh green Day stuff off of Nimrod. Well, well, we yeah.
0: talked about that with 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 Justin about how like whenever you hear music that you feel like you can emulate, it mm-hmm. means that much more to you because it's just like this is a possibility like this oh, is yeah. something that's obtainable um
1: yeah like as a drummer i uh i mean i didn't i didn't listen to rush until you know after high school but i don't think if i was in high school and i listened to rush i'd be like i'm gonna play drums like that it's like well you can't right you cannot play drums like that that guy (laughs) plays drums like that and he's the only person but yeah there is something very uh endearing about uh like something obtainable like a, a you know like a when I listened to like the get up kids, and that guy's an amazing drummer, too, but I was like, if I practice really fucking hard, I could probably play the drums like that, and that guy's really good, yeah and like yeah you 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 can kind of you you know you still kind of hold these musicians up as like you know these are these are my heroes, but you're like, but I could do that, you know, or I could do something like that absolutely so.
3: Yeah, and a lot, of, a lot of it, too, is um, when I started playing bass, a lot of the a lot of the bass players that I really liked be, like, uh, Matt Freeman from uh, Operation Ivy, or, like, uh, this guy, Master Gini, who played in Screeching Weasel and, and Squirt Gun and all these other bands, but they just do these, like, crazy bass lines. and be like, I'm yeah. really learning, learning that bass line. <laughs> so, like, to this day, I can play, you know, stuff that I just picked up once, because, like, I have to learn this. This all is right. so cool. I've, I haven't heard this song in 10 years, but I know all this all this stuff that's awesome
0: you know what's interesting about green day is like dookie was on the radio this album was getting radio play yeah and like none of those other bands you mentioned were (laughs) um and they were i mean this is definitely a poppy album for sure but like this is like that early early pop punk scene that like got legitimate legitimate you got it. Thanks. <laughs> Legitimatized. <laughs> Legitimatized is what I was going to say. Uh but uh yeah, like I I think that even 5 years later that was a very uncool thing to happen to you if you were a punk band, you know, like to to get radio play and to get to sell 30 million copies of your album or whatever, sure. you know. Like it was it took away from you where with Green Day, everybody loved Green Day. you know it's not like they were hated, I mean more so later on, but they weren't hated in the punk scene or anything. People loved them, you know.
3: I, I think that there was some like they, they used to play um, there's this venue called 924 Gilman Street, and uh, they would play there a lot, right? It's a, mm. it's a Bay Area venue, it's like a uh, volunteer run, like very cool punk venue tons of these bands play there like operation ivy mr t experience every touring band would go through 924 gilman street uh and it's still still around as far as i know that's cool but uh i know that after they got very very popular uh people there they were kind of exiled from this really? kind of spot like yeah it was not cool tonight the kind of bay area punk scene that they had gotten so popular and there it, obviously there's like mixed opinions about stuff like that and I wasn't even there this is all just sure, read right. um but-, but there's
0: always bands like that too like even the dead kennedys got you know pretty well maybe that was later on in their career though but they were like a bay area band right and mm-hmm. they were like real hard political punk or whatever but they got massively popular. Like, yeah,
3: Jello Biafra was on like Oprah and stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, like, the thing that's weird about all of the like punk cred stuff is like, is stuff like that. Like, uh, the Ramones, right? we on Sire Records. That's Madonna's record, that right? Show. It's like, yeah, it I guess they're even a better, stuff. yeah, better yeah.
0: Uh, example. Of the Ramones, for sure, was
3: pop music,
0: you yes. know, at a time.
3: Yeah, it's all just kind of some a gatekeeping mentality. That For it sure. comes from the same place where I'm like, I don't like blink One Eighty Two. It's the exact same thing. Uh, kind of on a, on a different scale.
1: I, uh, I, I felt like, and, and when you were saying of like stuff that you didn't like, it was very important to you of like, if you, if you didn't like it, um, I, and we've talked about it a little bit, but I, I had that mentality as well, where <clears throat> I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about it. Whereas like, when I was in high school, uh, I would listen to, I would go into like listening to something for the first time or like seeing a movie for the first time. And my mindset was like, I'm probably not going to like this. Oh yeah. Or I just like, and it was almost like impress me, you know? <laughs> and then like a lot of times I wasn't impressed. And I was like, fuck that. I don't like that. <laughs> and like, and now, uh, at the age I am now, I want to like things. Like I want to, like if somebody plays me a band, I'm like, I want to like them.
3: I'm the exact same way. Yeah. 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 Like one of my favorite things to do is just to watch like performances on YouTube. Totally. Just like any live music. I'll I'll go to any show. Mm -hmm. I'll like watch any live, live performance. Um, Yeah. I just like want to see it now. It's just so interesting to me. And like all the stuff that I would have hated about, whatever it was that i didn't like about whatever band is something that i think is uh you know it's interesting now maybe it's like oh yeah the the drummer's really good mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't sing but
0: <laughs> so you were listening to you were listening to punk rock uh throughout all of high school like that that scene or
3: uh yeah i like probably got got really into it when i was a freshman right um and then you know got introduced to kind of three bands and then from there you'd see like who who else is in those bands what other bands are they in mm-hmm. um like whose shirts are they wearing on their records and stuff right, you, like right totally see that kind of stuff um and kind of go from there uh and and prior to that like i really like uh weird al also it's like for sure love weird al um it's and
0: amazing that he's stuck around and has been relevant. Yeah. Like, I remember at well, the time, like came back. he came back mm-hmm. in yeah. a huge way, but he was always releasing songs, and, like, what, every year or two years, he'd have some major parody hit that would be yeah. hot for, like, a month or something.
3: Yeah, it's like, I think he had, like, uh, Fat or whatever. He had, like, yeah. uh, the Michael Jackson song, yeah. and then ten years later, he had, like, uh, Gangster's Paradise or yeah. uh, Amish Paradise. Mm-hmm. And then he had... Uh, five years after that it's like uh oh man white and nerdy white and white nerdy, and nerdy. Yeah. yeah and then just but he had having, like, he had new, the new star
0: wars song in between there too
3: yeah
0: and yeah. uh just pumping out hits man
3: yeah. I, his originals are great though like i know i agree uh, i wanted
0: to see his tour you know he was on tour
3: just doing originals yeah, like acoustics really cool. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah i can i'll play a, an unoriginal weird Al song. yeah let's do it baby since you've been gone Since you've been, been I feel gone
1: feel like I've been, been Chewing gone. on ten four on Bad Hair Day Yep That's the like one I, I think break, I only ever before, bought Bad Hair Day Like yeah. I Cause I I had friends in my neighborhood that it was like we each had a Weird Al <laughs> album, and like my parents were really uh, sort of protective of something and uh, it didn't
0: have a parental advisory on. Totally, so because yeah, so. he doesn't curse or anything. Yeah, that's true. Weird Al also early adapter of like uh, uh, auto-tuning. I know it's not auto-tuning, but that like I think some of it is. Well. I don't know Did they call it Auto-tuning at the time oh, Is I what know. I meant Like whatever they call it But yeah He he. Every song He has like <laughs> That Pitch Control Or whatever On his yeah. voice Yeah
3: I think uh, At a certain point He could hit all those notes and Yeah then, You know Get and to be a certain age And it's, it's pretty prim- yeah, yeah. Can't do it anymore
0: well, uh, And he always does that like self-harmonizing not even it's not even self-harmonizing it's like he layers his voice on top of it. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Like doubling
3: it. Yeah. yeah. I think that was all him. I think every voice in that song was weird out. Yeah. Right. Um um Yeah,
1: he's 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 a treasure. He's yeah.
3: he's the best. He's great. I, and I think I mean it's all funny stuff, right? I yeah. really like that about mm-hmm. it. Um, it's just all really silly. And um it's similar to a lot of you know, like a lot of the other stuff that I I ended up liking was like that too. Like um, lyrically, like bands like like the Mr T Experience is very much like that. It's all funny stuff. Like there's like wordplay or nice. you know like interesting, funny kind of turns of phrase and stuff.
1: I feel like if your band name is the Mr T Experience, you can't you can't get into yeah. like super heavy subject matter. I mean, like you got to keep it kind
3: of light. Some of their stuff is like that. No. Yeah. But, you know, like, a lot of it is, is kind of silly. And, like, the, the queers are the same way. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, it's just all just kind of funny stuff. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't take itself too seriously. I think that's what I really, really liked about it.
1: Did you, uh, like, try, like, were you purposely not, like, you didn't like anything that was, like, super, I guess, emotional or intense or, like, you, that subject matter just didn't really, didn't really uh, uh, get your attention or were you, were you, cause you're saying, you know, like you liked lighter, you know, kind of stuff that didn't take itself seriously. Was that like a conscious choice or was it, it yeah, just, no, that's no just,
3: Elliot Smith or. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was more so a kind of a, along the, the line that I had drawn for what I thought I liked, you know, like, sure. uh, like it, it, at a certain point, something that that was too earnest or too uh kind of serious about something uh i just wouldn't right I, it would turn me off immediately gotcha yeah um, i wish i had been like that <laughs> oh, <little> man.
1: because <laughs> that stuff we've we've found that
0: like that
1: stuff doesn't tend to age <laughs> well. Like yeah. listening back to it you're just like ugh. This but that's
0: the that Sort of the that kind of punk rock scene, same with the stuff I listen to, like No Effects and mm. Ranted and stuff. It, it it's it's almost not even that it didn't take itself seriously as much as like the the subject matter was very vague. Right. It's just like we're angry with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Cool <laughs> Uh I mean, I guess emo, though, like, it was just we're angry with girls right. sad I mean, about or girls. sad yeah, about so, like, girls. Big yeah. <laughs> I think being vague is probably a, a necessity for high school music in general. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like reach out in the most vague way mm-hmm. to the biggest group of people so they can put their own shit onto your music. Yeah, um, for sure.
1: Um, you want to take a quick little break? and take a we'll break. Come back. Mm-hmm. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with Mason Turner. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jay and Mohammed. Yes, the same Jay and Mohammed you have been listening to this entire episode. Believe it or not, <laughs> um, we're we're uh, we're gonna try something new here, uh, where we're gonna start doing some um, some promos, some ad spots, uh, and we want you guys uh, to submit uh, if you have uh, an album coming out, or a show coming up, or a business to promote, uh, anything uh, creative that you are doing that you want people. Uh, to know about, uh, we want you to um, uh, promote on this podcast for it.
0: Jay, how can people reach us if they, if they need to uh, contact us about an advertisement opportunity?
1: That's a great question. We have an email address because we are a legitimate podcast <laughs> with an email address. Uh, you, can, you can send us uh, your info uh, at myhighschoolipod at gmail.com um, and basically, uh, I guess if you want to record your own spot, uh, feel free. You can do that. Uh, or if you want us to read copy of some type. Yeah, we're uh,
0: charming and funny and have nice voices.
1: Exactly. We, we just want to uh, promote and, and, and support the people who uh, are supporting us Uh, and that's you guys. And we thank you for doing that. If you have something you want to promote, something you want people who listen to this podcast to know about, um, send us an email, let us know what you got going on uh, and whatever information you feel is pertinent uh, and we'll get back to you. And you can have your ads right here on the world's most mediocre podcast, (laughs) my high school iPod. (laughs) Let's get back to the show. All right, we are back. It's my high school iPod. If you're just tuning in, (laughs) I'm Jay Howell.
0: (laughs) Why would that be the case?
1: I don't know. (laughs) How do you come out of a break? (laughs) Just like, all right, let's get back into it. Yep. Yeah, that works.
3: Syndicated, and maybe someone is just tuning in. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, eventually podcasts are going <laughs> to take over
3: radio. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> I could see it happening. Not this podcast, but some no, of them. <laughs>
3: licensing would be insane for right. this part. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: All right, uh, we're here with Mason Turner. Uh, let's, um, Mason. Let What song do you want to get into right now? Um, your, your long list of wonderful music that you well, put together.
3: I, I I'll play. Um, I'll play a song by Adam in His Package. I don't oh, know if yeah. you guys are familiar with this guy, um, but he's just one guy and he plays with a sequencer. And he had a guitar for a while, too. It's all, I think it's great. It's like funny stuff. And mm-hmm. he's a super neurotic dude. Um,
0: I, I remember him from. Something,
3: like a sampler or do you remember from what I
1: remember him with uh the O. C. The Seth Cohen had an Adam in his package poster in his room?
0: Probably not. Okay, that's what I remember <laughs> him from.
1: It was AT A I think T like O M, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. I remember that. But I think I wanna say it was on a sampler or maybe even that uh Dragging the Lake. You remember that thing?
2: That I don't know if I was know what you're talking that.
3: about. He for so I don't know what record label he was on for his like first few albums um but it was probably some local label he was in like I think he's from Philadelphia. Right. And then he uh he was later on Hopeless Records and Hopeless oh, Records yeah. had these $3 samplers. Yeah, totally were awesome. They were super super good. Um and some of his later stuff is on those. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably where I heard him. Those are cool they were like uh samplers Love that sampler. came in a like Shrink wrap, like plastic wrap, like a candy bar. Uh, and like, open it up, and then there was a CD inside. I
0: probably bought one at Ambush or something.
3: Probably, something yeah. Terrible, like dude. That. Ambush. We used to go to Ambush um in Duluth to find these CDs because we yeah. were, like they had great else to music selection. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean they had all the like, they also punk s- records. They
0: also stuff. sold local stuff. I remember local yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. I bought a Rockford. That yeah, Rockford tastes, tastes like, like burning, burning split. And, you know, Hell
1: yeah! I got a. I was very into Jimmy world and I had gotten bleed American. And then the one before that was clarity and you could find those pretty much anywhere, but they had another album before that, that was like really hard to find. And I found it at ambush and, uh, I was like, this isn't like skateboard music necessarily, but it was, they had it and I bought it and it's pretty good. Yeah. So I was really stoked about it. And I think I also bought some um, element stickers.
3: Get some skate decks. Tot- well. I,
0: I totally remember this. Yes. I must have had one of those
1: samplers
3: or something. Probably. Yeah. yeah it's about the metric system, it's <laughs> about how the US doesn't use the metric system.
0: So I mean, nice. it's musically very dense, too. Oh, like, yeah. A well, lot going on. He's spent hours on this sequence, like this <laughs> music sequence.
3: <laughs> and you can hear he's got his guitar in there. Yeah. Uh, he, he's doubling his vocals, too. Like, that's all he's uh, yeah. singing, too. Uh,
1: he's definitely using what he has very, like, because sometimes you'll hear something with, like, you know, like drum loops or whatever, and it just, they're... They're almost like trying to make you not think that they're fake drums. Right. You know, oh, where right. I feel like he's kind of embracing, like, these are the things I have.
3: Oh, sure. It's
1: really good. I like it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lyrically, I think, is the other thing that kind of draws me to this is like, it's the subject matter is something you would not hear in, like, any other song, I guess. Wouldn't be on TRL. Maybe. 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 You know
0: what? It's kind of, uh, anogalous to. Is that the word? <laughs> analogous. analogous to uh <laughs> I know I'm like off today <laughs> but
1: then you look at me I know, like, and I have a vocabulary of like 20 words so I'm just
0: like yeah I'll just say it kind of reminds me of MC Chris in a similar yeah. Yeah. A similar fashion he's got kind of the same playing.
3: Uh, pitch like he, uh, he does and then they're, they're
0: sort of playing with a genre and doing funny stuff yeah similar Maybe Did you ever see Chris. him live?
3: Maybe he is. What's that? Did you see him live? No, I regret. I bet that's a cool. Never show. seeing Adam in his package. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he like got. He he's diabetic also, so he's like I can't tour anymore because I might oh. die. And so, yeah, I'm just gonna stop doing that. Um, never listen to MC Chris. I feel like uh, I've known a lot of people who have really liked him because it's got like nerd, nerdy rap. Yeah, right?
0: it also was later. I mean, we were like. In our mid-twenties when he blew up.
3: Yeah, yeah. Right on.
0: He uh, from, from Aqua Teen Hunger Force and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. see. There I was think a, he's a voice actor from the show, maybe even. Yeah. He, he must be a local guy. I think guy. you're right. He must be a local guy, too. Maybe. Because all those other dudes are, right? And Dave Willis and... It was, like, him
1: and, like, I feel like, Atmosphere. Oh, really? Like, was see with that crew? But Atmosphere Slug was... and... Uh, I just associate all of those kind of underground yeah. yeah. kind of nerdy yeah. kind of rappers together. I his first from Minnesota though. Cause right. him, and, him and Craig Finn are buddies.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah. Making, making cash and make, how is it got something? Make Smoking money. weed and making, making money. money. <laughs> such a funny <laughs> collab. Love that song. Um,
1: that was like uh, when would you say that was that you first heard Adam and His Package? Like
3: it was probably like two thousand one or two. It was probably like freshman or sophomore year in high school. My friend uh, Chris was a a big fan of Adam and His Package. Mm-hmm. I heard about him through through Chris.
1: Is this Chris that was in Who Am I? Or it was, was in this Fifty Dollar Fine. Fifty Dollar Fine. A different Chris. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That's- um. What uh what what else? What
3: else you got for us here? I can play something else. I can play another uh funny Philadelphia band. Let's do it. Uh Dead milkman is another band mm. that I really liked. Um still really like this band. But they're just kind of a silly a silly kind of cowpunk band. No. i like that it's cool yeah good stuff there they have other songs that are like very much more kind of on-the-nose jokey songs yeah um and uh adam's package covers a uh you know <laughs> uh, dead Milkman on nutrition are it's a they good one. friends um sure the <laughs> yeah they hate each other and i'm gonna do your song better than you <laughs>
0: I did, I, I always liked that kind of like punk comedy crossover yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
3: nice. It's cool stuff. Yeah. I think, um, you know, really though, like stuff that I stuff that I really, really liked that I was like super duper into high school wise musically, um, it was stuff that I would like had proximity to like uh, knowing people playing the songs the same way that you're like, I, I can play all these Green Day songs. It's like, oh, I can see these people like doing this well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I remember feeling that way, uh, like when I heard, <clears throat> who am I, like for the first time. I, I remember hearing Gus had like a live journal or something like that, and I like looked at Gus's live journal, and it was just him playing drums. It was like an audio clip of him playing drums. And I was like, man, he's really it's good. Good yeah. drums. And then, uh, who am I had another drummer. And they, like, Gus ended up replacing this guy. And the first thing I heard Gus play on with Who Am I, I was like, this is amazing. Like, I've never heard... I'd never heard anything like it. It was like, this is so cool. Like, people that are, like, my age doing something that is, like, yeah. this good was very, very cool. Um, very big deal, I think, to me um, at that point. So did you did you, like, play...
0: Local music, like in the car, you listen to like your friends' bands and stuff, like on on the reg, like that for
3: sure. Well, yeah, Who Am I for sure. Yeah, loved, loved, loved Who Am I. Um, and Cognito was a band that I really, really liked. They're from Norcross. Um,
0: yeah, they played, uh, Gus said they played in his basement a lot. They played in his basement, yeah.
3: yeah. Um, and then. I I had, like knew of Tree Fort and like that was cool too. It was like local yeah. music was was cool for sure. Um,
0: yeah, I remember going through the same thing and and like like we said, uh, ambush. I used to buy whatever local right records. I didn't hang out with. I mean, I hung out with you a little bit and I hung out with Alan Hamilton a lot, but uh, I didn't play an instrument, so I wasn't like in the music scene. Um, but yeah, it was cool listening to like local bands and finding local bands, and like there was something so impressive about just being like, "This band's awesome," mm-hmm. and they go to school like in the next or yeah, like, county ooh, or this whatever. Guy knows it's amazing. Him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh,
3: like Alan's band, Comma. I really, yeah, yeah. really liked Kama, Kama too. Yeah. I, actually, I put some Comma stuff on there too. Oh, nice. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like it, it was it was cool like going to Swayze's and like meeting meeting people, and and that was also a point where you like play with bands that you knew, right? Like, uh, uh, mustard plug. We, I think we played with mustard plug at Swayze's. Hell yeah. And I had heard of mustard plug cause they were yeah. on like the sample, like the hopeless sampler. Right. Um, and I was like, Oh dude, we're playing with mustard plug. Like this is the biggest show we've ever played. Yeah. Um, I think that was really cool. And even thinking back now on like, um, there's this band, arrogant sons of bitches that we played with up there. And they were like a ska band cause we were a ska band too. And, uh, and, that guy still does stuff Jeff Rosenstock still like does music and did like bomb the music industry and stuff.
1: I've been listening to a lot of Jeff Rosenstock. Yeah. Lately. It's yeah. really good.
3: Yeah. It's cool. Um, But yeah, that, that, that was super cool to kind of have that experience also like liking music already. And then like going, like being able to kind of find other people that, that liked it in the same way and like did the same stuff and, and then meet, meet your idols almost. It's like meet, or play with these people it's really cool
0: do you want to play some of the local stuff yeah some who am i or some comma or something yeah i'll you play there?
3: yeah i'll play uh
0: because that is something who that we I? we haven't we talk about being in bands and all these guys who are yeah. in bands and local bands and stuff but we haven't really listened to too much so no well i of the stuff that was coming out in 2004 2003
1: yeah i was gonna say like listening to to Mew Mason like talk about just how much you like like I I had some bands that we played with that I really liked but I found that I was always very like jealous like if a band was really good or like had any sort of success or like got on like if a if a touring band was coming through and they play and they got to play and we didn't and I was just like what the fuck why like I, I remember feeling jealous a lot and like you know, in hindsight, it was like, well, who cares? You know, you still got to, you know, make music or whatever. But it was, it was a thing that I, I remember feeling a lot in high school. Just like, I want to I open up for Copeland. <laughs>
3: <laughs> who is this? This is Who Am I? Ah, yeah. yeah. Is, just is playing drums on this Right uh, And our friend Connor Quinn is playing guitar And um, our friend Chris Fuller is singing And then uh, our friend David Ferris is playing bass guitar on this.
0: You know Connor, right? Yes, I saw him in, at a bathroom At the okay. uh, uh, North Charles North Charles show so cool. uh, And he said, hey man I wanted to be on your podcast <laughs> Hey yeah, you should have him. Connor yeah. would be good yeah. For sure Yeah <laughs>
3: I love that guy, actually. He's a delight. He's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I remember being so impressed by this. It's like, this is at Let Belly. Uh, it was the same place at, like Cognito and Fox it, really well it sounds really
0: well made, great. right? Yeah. Like I feel like...
3: But they were all, you know, This they were 15, 16 years old when they wrote and recorded all this stuff. Yeah. And I still think that's super impressive. Like, I remember going to shows of, of theirs and just being like, Blown away, just like amazed that they were writing these songs and like performing them like this. It's good, fast. I like that. There's a little bit of flubs in there, but you know, yeah.
1: It's still, yeah, it's better it
0: than. Better than what? This is. uh There's also somebody screaming on the ska song, which is unusual. There might be
3: David Ferris, I think, doing that. I know Connor does a, a some vocals on this too, but.
1: I remember uh, when That's Connor cool. was doing his...
0: That's cool, by the way. But, cool. Yeah. I right.
3: like that. I'm a fan. Yeah. Scott,
0: think, Scott music doesn't exist anymore. It does, does it does not? Fan. It's got to still exist. <laughs> I mean, I
3: There's guess There's got to be a small sect of
0: people that are still
1: really well, into I know,
3: it. I, Gus talked about them, but like Leftover Cracks still plays. They really? still go around and tour. I think like... Uh, um real big fish still plays i mean the big names do and right. there's still like there is still that kind of subset sub genre of uh of music and and people who just love ska
0: you know what i was thinking it's of there. the other day was the warp tour does the warp tour still
3: exist no they did their last one i think last year really yes.
0: so it just went
2: away
3: yeah or like last year two years ago they they did like a 25th anniversary show though, so it was like it was the Warp Tour. Again, but. <laughs> right.
0: but do you know was it like? Did it exist still like the Warp Tour? That's what I was curious about. Or did it become something bigger and got a bunch of big? I remember even in my later years going to the Warp Tour, they were getting bigger name bands, but there was still a bunch of like bands you've never heard of before, just cool small punk bands and stuff.
3: I think it was the same. I think it. Yeah. I don't think it changed that much that's cool um, we in fox trotsky we played at the atlanta stop
0: yeah yeah once uh, that's awesome
3: it was cool but yeah it was just like the local stage i guess yeah, it was yeah. Like i remember Kevin they'd always stage. have that yeah 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 um and yeah in that that year that was like later on in in um warp tours i guess but uh i think the biggest band was like red jumpsuit App- apparatus and i don't know who they are don't know anything by them
1: you're not missing anything no (laughs) um
3: but i can't remember who else was on that year probably some cool stuff that i just you know don't know
1: i never went to a warp tour
0: really never did
1: you
3: said you had that dookie shirt but you said you bought it last year
0: i have already got it for me yeah uh, okay i have a warp tour shirt from 2002. Nice. That I bought it at the Warped Tour. Why don't Hell you yeah. wear it? I do, but yeah. it's falling apart, yeah, so wear I that. wear it around the house. Don't but I love it. that shirt so much. <laughs> and yeah. like, it's just one of those things where there's definitely a time probably like 05, where you're like, oh, this shirt's getting kind of ratty. I should probably get rid of it or whatever. And then I didn't. And now it's 2019. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't ever get rid of it. I feel and like at this got- point it's like
1: a vintage t-shirt. I know. It really
0: sell it. It didn't, still holds yeah, It didn't, it doesn't, it's not holding up great. Okay. I wish it was because like, I don't even like wearing it too much cause I don't like to wash it too much. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, not only is it like a lounging around the house shirt, but it's like a lounging around the house once a month. If that <laughs> shirt, <laughs> you're
1: like not touching anything. It's, I you're mean, like it's it, on the couch honestly, weird.
0: <laughs> but, but you know, but I love that shirt. I really do. And, uh, the Warped Tour was awesome, man. I used to love going to the Warped Tour every year. I only went three years: two thousand one, two, and three.
3: I only went the one time. Who who did you like when you went? Like who who did you want the, to see? The
0: bands I was into were like the Vandals, Pennywise, uh, Ranted. One year I saw them. I don't That's know cool. if they played all all three years. Three Eleven played one year actually, but I had seen them a hundred times and did I honestly did not care that much about them at the yeah. Warped Tour. <laughs> Um, they
1: seem kind of not out of place. Maybe out of place. They
0: were like they the big name band like that year. I remember, but yeah, you're right. It was weird. It was like 2003. It was later on, but yeah, uh, yeah. No effects. All this epitaph record. Um, what else we got, Mason?
3: Um, I can play another uh, local band. Yeah, is that okay? Let's with you do guys? it. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, this is Cognito.
0: Um, were these guys Did these guys go to Chambly?
3: No they went to Norcross High School Weird uh, We don't know anybody from Norcross I, My friend Chris went <laughs> to Norcross High School So that's that's how I know
0: uh, You know who went to Norcross High School? Uh, Lejean From Seven Dust Who's last name I don't know oh, But reason. I looked him up because in the Gus episode Which came out today when we're recording this I say that he's dead <laughs> I grew up with him, he, he, he lived in my neighborhood when I was in elementary school And uh, I say that he's dead, but he's not dead he's not dead. <laughs> I looked him up because I was like, I have no idea if he's, a, like I don't think he's actually dead and he's not.
1: I'm glad nobody listens to this podcast because I've <laughs> the, listened to every episode and I think I say 20 things wrong The amount you know, of misinformation
0: like, that we give out yeah, is ridiculous
1: But it's okay, it doesn't matter
0: you still have all these albums
3: is that or did you find them on i digitized all this stuff like you know back in yeah so I, I still have most of it uh on this one hard drive I like, nice. when i sat down and started doing all this i moved it all Oops. onto my computer this was recorded at the same place as the who am i stuff you can kind of yeah. tell, like the drum sound like yeah kind of similar um but they, they were a high school band, too. It was like uh, I probably saw them play like 10, 15 times. And like, yeah, it was great. And the guy who played drums was uh, uh, Michael Bellardo, Michael And he was so, so good. And I think he was like 13 or 14. He was so young. He had dreadlocks, tiny. Um, yeah, they're great. They were a great band. takes a lot of balls to sing this kind of music in high school. Oh, yeah. Like... (laughs) Well, they were all very good-looking dudes. Yeah. Like, one of those things where I was like, they're really good, but they're also just, like, kind of, like, pretty boys. Yeah. Yeah. No
0: kind of like that, too. For sure. Some handsome guys. Yeah. (laughs) Except for Alan Hamilton. I was going to say, Alan especially. (laughs) Very handsome
3: dude.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's good, though. But, Mm. yeah, like, I remember singing in a band for like an afternoon like just you know trying because I love music was so band? hard it was just with Alan Hamilton and Ross Smith we weren't in a band yet or anything but we were like let's see if we can do something don't fucking <laughs> laugh your ass off! Like it's so funny that I would want to be in a band. I just
1: never heard you talk about you. You were a singer in a band for. Well, I afternoon. also
0: I also tried to get a uh, Sticks cover band off the ground.
1: How did that go? We
0: were called Twig T W Y G I just want that to fail. Well, I want I wanted to sing in the Sticks cover band, so I like found other people who were willing to do it. But then we found out that I couldn't sing. <laughs> And, and especially a in a part of six yeah, cover band. I was like, but then, so I, I did sing with those dudes a couple of times in like, just like a, you know, we were just doing like punk songs or whatever, but even that it's hard to even do what, what, what that guy from Cognito is doing. Like you don't have to hit crazy notes or anything. You just have to sing steady and melodic, you know, you have to hit the or, or match the melody. And yeah. that alone was impossible for me. <laughs> I, I just like could not keep it together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, kudos to, I um, mean, all, all you, you guys, that. not kudos just the singers, here. like fucking everybody in a band in high school is hey man, you have huge a dr- balls. You have a drummer and a bass player right here. If you yeah. ever want to start get something, Twigs do, going but, again. Yeah. you've seen, I have all these random weird, uh, toy instruments around because I like to make music, but I'm so bad at I it remember that I can't afford it, <laughs> that being, I won't buy like something nice, but <laughs> I remember being very
1: excited when I heard you say that you were going to start playing the trumpet. Yeah, and then I, I,
0: I and then when's the last time you played the trumpet? Not since we moved here, because I used to go out into the woods. Did I ever tell you? That? <laughs> I played the trumpet. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to disturb. I've always, I, I've always lived in like apartments
1: or, t- or townhouses. The trumpet but,
3: is a rough instrument, yeah. For yeah, closed space. But can, can it, you imagine in, my townhouse... in the woods
1: and hearing someone playing the trumpet really bad? Yeah. You would think you were about to get murdered. Yeah, we- <laughs> I we used to go out of here right now.
0: <laughs> I, I used to, I went out every day into the woods behind my house and played the trumpet. Practice the trumpet along with like YouTube videos on my phone, and uh, yeah, I did that for like you know thirty minutes or something. But every day I'd go out there and I would just sit on this fucking stoop, this tree stump, <laughs> and play the trumpet like a wood nymph. Uh,
3: <laughs> if you if you so I guess you've already picked the instrument you want. It's trumpet, right? Like I like a, horns a lot. Okay. which
0: it, people who listen to the podcast know, but okay, okay, I like I like the horns. I, I just I got in, and this is by the way, I was I was like thirty when this started. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, not yeah. that long ago. So. It's also
1: hard to learn because I was going to teach myself how eight. to play the banjo, and I I watched YouTube videos and I could play like a couple chords, yeah. and like do a few like like plucking patterns. And for whatever reason, I was just like, "I'm never going to be good at this." Well, something
3: yeah. that really, really helped uh, learn, like in learning an instrument, is just having unlimited time yes like i was oh, thinking about sure. this the other day for it's sure. like w- uh, summer like i forgot that summer was a thing where kids like all right <laughs> because kids are just out of school for spring break and then they're out of school for summer like have, what do you do they all summer? have like 90 days to just do
0: anything they yeah, want
3: <laughs> exactly and like that's i mean that's what i did like i like there's no way if i had tried to learn guitar right. you know last year you know the past 15 years i've right. been able to do it and like it, just the fact that i was able to sit in my room for like eight hours at a time and obsess over just trying to play Time of Your Life by Green Day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the only reason I know how to play guitar at all.
1: Yeah, because with when I was teaching myself the banjo, I was like, okay, I have to go to work at 10. So if I wake up at 8, I can like eat breakfast, drink some coffee, and maybe play it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have to go to work. And then when I would come back from work, I'd be like... All right, I'm just going to like drink beer and watch TV and <laughs> and yeah, you just don't have time to like unless you are just like so uh just like intent on learning it. And I just yeah, like I looked the other day cuz I still have my banjo in my apartment and the like the the smallest string It like at some point because of the I don't know if it was like the weather, but it just snapped. Yeah. (laughs) Not because I was playing it, because I haven't played it in like a year, but it just a string broke and I was like and in my mind I was like, well, I guess I'll never play that (laughs) (laughs)
3: Can't change that string. (laughs) I could have been the greatest banjo
1: player of all time, but not now. (laughs) Um I remember uh there were a few like bands that we did play with that I really liked uh, and would listen to. And um, so Rockford, Mm -hmm. when, when, when we were like ninth, 10th grade, that was like, I think when they were at their like peak and then they stopped, I think they like graduated high school and like moved off or whatever. But um, one of the guys uh, was in, here comes the metric system. And my friend Wendell my high school band, we played with them all the time. And we were always being like, Ian, is Rockford ever going to get back together? <laughs> and it was like, no, and like, but it was like me and Chase Sampson. We were like, it'd be really cool if Rockford got back together. And then like, for whatever, there was like one day where all of them were like in town and like Rockford opened, but it was like Rockford and then my friend Wendell. And then here comes the metric system played. And like, it was in hindsight, you know, I'm sure they had a lot of fun. Like, let's play all these songs again. But like, we were just so excited yeah. to like, yeah. hear
0: these songs. Dude, I loved Rockford. I they were great. I've told you my James Abercrombie story, right? Um,
3: I probably have said it on this podcast. Was he in Rockford? He was the yeah.
1: singer and bass player.
3: Was yeah. Drew Bacon in Rockford? No, I don't. He was he? at Briefly? the end. He like nah. came
1: for like the 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 end of it. That, he was one of the okay. guitar players. I
3: have James know. Abercrombie and I. Did not know he was in this band. Yeah, yeah, he was
1: like the singer. He was the front right man. Cool. Um, he, you tell your story. We also, maybe <laughs> he doesn't want us talking about it. I don't know. He's a very nice Just guy. He is name. such
0: a nice guy. He, His wife uh, worked with my best friend, Carlos, who I was the best man at his wedding. And they were coworkers at the time. So, James Abercrombie was at the wedding, and I didn't know James that well. I used to love Rockford in high school, but I didn't know him that well. So, like, at his wedding, I'm, like, 25 at my buddy's wedding. I'm, like, 25 or 26. I'm at the same table with him and his wife and his baby. And he's like, hey, I'm James. Nice to meet you. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) I know. I told Carlos to have us seated at the same <laughs> table. Starstruck, and Sam, my now wife, then girlfriend, did not understand what was happening at all. And I was just like, it's just like this young nice dad, you know. And I'm just like staring at him and like nudging my wife and pointing. It was, it was very confusing. Oh. Um,
3: you did. You mentioned Taste Like Burning earlier. Mm-hmm. I loved that band also. Yeah. yeah.
0: They uh, were in that wheelhouse of
3: like fun punk. They
1: did yeah, a yeah. I think they did a split where they each did like five songs. Okay. And it was I think you could only get it at ambush, but maybe at their shows or
0: whatever. But it was a good album, by mm-hmm. the way. Both both
1: Hell yeah.
3: sides were great. Yeah. One of the, the guys, uh, Luke or Todzi like uh, it was in we versus the shark yes oh yeah. yeah yeah they were really good yeah. and i remember we we would see them at um they would play at swayze's or they played at swayze's a couple of times i think we played with them a couple a couple of times and the guy who played drums in that band was in a band called good clean stupid that was another norcross band that i really name. wish i had some of their stuff because it was silly stuff too it was yeah. all like that was it was like um Weezer kind of they might be giants. Weezer kind of mixture of of stuff. Um, yeah, they they were super good. Uh, we versus the shark. I think they're on Spotify. I mean, good
0: really? Like, yeah. It's great that you have old music like that. Anyway, like I've thought so many times about like old local bands, mm. and then like even just like Google them. Like maybe their MySpace page still exists or something. Yeah, It's yeah. Just like you can't find them. That you know?
1: is a thing of because yeah, like all these bands existed like we were kind of talking about before, like now if you have a song idea, you can make an amazing quality recording for nothing. And like back then it was like, maybe you knew somebody who kind of knew how to record stuff. Or you just had to like save up a bunch of money and like go to a studio and like give them your money to record like two or three songs. It was like, And like, you know, those, those bands that were determined enough to do that. And like, and it's even hard to find that stuff now, like on Spotify or Google play or anything like Mm. that, unless somebody, you know, uploaded it or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's like this weird, but, but now it's just like, yeah, every, every band that creates like anybody who creates themselves as a musician is going to upload it to YouTube Their personal hard drive, Facebook page, and then probably Spotify too, Mm -hmm. and then it's just like, yeah, one of those will last forever. Yeah, like Uh, your your music,
3: man. You were saying like MySpace, like I think they just recently uh, they mentioned they lost. They said they lost all of the like audio tracks that have really? been like uploaded from like a period of time. So, like, it's, but it's there's not so forever. many now that like that's true. One of
0: them's like there's so many places to put your your content that it just feels. Right. like... you know what that means? Them Butthole Boys is gone, <laughs> ah, It's gone forever? forever. Yeah, no, I don't, don't have, I. have those recordings. <laughs> it, it'll just live in our hearts and minds. <laughs> it's probably for the best. <laughs> I, I know a whole fantasy football group that's going to be heartbroken by. The way.
3: <laughs> i feel that way about um i'll play is it cool if i play another yeah, song please I'm, I'm gonna play another <laughs> is Your
0: episode
1: dude i mean <laughs> We're like, no. yeah, it's y'all's
3: podcast okay, it's another um i'm gonna play another who am i song Cause i cannot stress enough how much i loved do, this you, band
0: do you listen to these guys now at all i mean uh,
3: it's it's so i i got this off of my hard drive yeah. you know not too long ago like i last week or or something like that and um Prior to that, it's maybe like once every six months I'll be like, oh man, I have yeah. this, and I, I can mean, listen that's still to a it. Lot, I mean. Yeah, for sure, and I'll kind of go down the rabbit hole from time to time. Where I'm yeah. like, oh, I had like I'll I'll pull out my hard drive and like open up iTunes on my computer. Does uh, your
0: current bandmate and friend Gus Fernandez know that you listened to the music he made and when he was like um,
3: sixteen? I
1: think so. Lot. I mean Nathan I said he carries his bags around he's <laughs> like, oh sir, <laughs> who <am I>? yeah. <laughs> allow me <laughs>
3: Yeah he knows. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean we we I, I definitely talk about it. And I I think Gus knows that um you know I it was Important to me for to have like seen this band. Gus and Connor, I think, both know this um that that it was like a very, very uh important thing for me as a as a teenager. Um You're
0: you're living your James Abercrombie moment every day of your life. Yeah, exactly. I was like,
3: (laughs) gotta go to Gus's house now and like get there and like, oh shit, Gus is here.
1: (laughs) Mason is not nearly as awkward <laughs> as you sounded like you were. Then. I know.
3: <laughs> very awkward. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I and, and every once in a while I'll, I'll go through, because I, I have like a bunch of stuff, uh, like other bands that I've been in and like and things like that, and when I'm listening to it, I will um, like text whoever it is that was in the band and be like, hey, I'm listening to this stuff right now. Who like, <laughs> do you, uh, like, you guys remember this? Um, yeah.
1: We my my high school band we recorded four songs at Chase the guitar player his like guitar teacher's house and I think he in hindsight I think he really like overcharged us and he was just like this is how much recording costs and we were like
0: he charged you like industry rights to record yeah (laughs) and it
1: was just like not like quality recording but he just had. The means to do it And right. so we were like Alright So well, I guess that's what We gotta do And now like It doesn't exist Like nobody has it yes. Anymore And it bums me out Cause like I I I would like to listen to it Basically like For this podcast yeah. and they're like Listen how silly we were But Yeah It just Just doesn't And then like But like Twin Thunder I have like 12 Twin Thunder CDs In my car Right now Because we just like We ordered so many of them yeah. And we just have them I We should play some twin, for me. twin Thunder though one, We yeah. should have When Luke was here That would have been Oh yeah If we were that good podcast hosts <laughs> <laughs> We would have done that
3: <laughs> Um Yeah like I, When when this band broke up I remember being So bummed out Like they Because For for the most part They, they, they had so many songs That they hadn't recorded and I just oh, yeah. never record them. Like, there's no way I can listen to this song anymore. And I remember, like, I have this, like, uh, mental images of those songs, right? Like, I, I can remember some of these songs um, by them and by other bands. So I'm just like, if only they had recorded that song. So no matter what it is, like, if you feel like you have to do it on GarageBand or you have to do, like, the the good recording, it has to be perfect, whatever, just put a microphone in your room and record it. Yeah so i can listen to it later like i would love i'd rather have it and have it sound bad than um not have it
0: to 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 this point by the way just talking about these bands that you love um i've told jay i'm sure hundreds of times how much i like pony league and how how often i do listen to them and and, and the cute boots day is the same thing and but uh the north trolls is a band that I saw maybe three or four times, just a handful of times, and every time I would leave going, like, it's the best. It's so much fun. And then I saw you guys uh, play a show, what, like... weeks ago weeks
3: ago yeah yeah
0: and it was just the best time i had the best time it's like
3: i'm glad to hear that so
0: much fun and just like such a joyful experience it's like the best word to use which i'm sure i said i was drunk so i'm sure i probably said it (laughs) to you like 10 times that night but uh just like such a joy-filled exciting evening of just like love
3: and you guys are like what, what would you describe it like a punk band yeah i mean i I think we're i feel like we're a little bit yeah punk seems like like dead milkman we're like kind of like a garagey yeah little ish country ish yeah <laughs> um kind of garage punk band, yeah, in, in some ways yeah i yeah,
0: yeah, but a lot of fun and just like yeah every it's, time every time
3: I've seen you guys, it's just it's, been a blast it's fun over to, the years to by the way, too. it's like
0: yeah. yeah. You guys, well, I mean, I think that's what it is too, is like you, you can feel how much fun that you guys are having. And then it like just spills out over everybody. And it's just like the whole crowd was just having like a, the night of their lives. Well, that's very you sweet. Thank yeah. you. I'm
3: glad that you had a good time.
1: Are you guys going to do more stuff? What's the plan?
3: Uh, prob- probably, probably. Oh, yeah, I, I like so. that. I think we're going to, I mean, we're not going to hot scoop for our podcast. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I told Rudy, so she knows um, <laughs> Gus and Charlie and Mike. know, so
1: that's good. But none of them <laughs> have a podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. We
3: got this. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd like to, it's, it's really fun to do that and, uh, and play those songs. And like, uh, it has been, you know, six years since we had done it before. And it, that made me feel
1: very old yeah, when you guys yeah. were saying that. Oh, I was man. like, fuck, I kind of, I feel like it, was only like a year or two ago, but yeah, no, it was like yeah. six years ago.
3: Yeah, but it, it was fun to get back into it and and do that. Um, yeah, you, it's always been that way.
1: You saying like, "Who am I breaking up?" bummed you out, but it sounds like when who am I broke up, that's when you yeah you got, got to <laughs> yeah, join <it> <laughs> a band with Connor and Gus and like kind of like propelled your like trajectory of, of like, you know, <laughs> so it was I like, yeah, <laughs> or, or I more or less like,
3: you no you, I you, mean, I was, I was excited about that. I, I was, uh, I mean, I, yeah, of course I was upset cause I loved them. Like they were, um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe, I guess, kind of how I felt about it or to, uh, put it into words. But yeah, it was like one of the coolest things, like knowing these people. Cause I, I remember meeting Connor, <clears throat> in like middle school band and he brought his guitar to school one day and I like had never seen an electric guitar. Like I never played one. So I was like, can I like look at your guitar? And he's like, yeah, okay. Whatever. Like, <laughs> and, uh, and just thinking it was really cool. And then like knowing that like they were playing this music and like, we were kind of doing something to, you know, me and my friends. And, uh, so yeah, it was great. Like, um, to, to kind of get the opportunity to hang out with him and obviously like I, I love them. They're, they're great friends. And, um, I can't, can't complain too much. Right. Right. Yeah. It's hard for me to imagine not having played music. Uh, and not just like the music part. It's like the, the people that I know because of having done it, you know, it's like, uh, I wouldn't know you guys, uh, at all. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. Um, and I, it's, it's hard to imagine just, yeah, you're my life without that. It's, um, it's been uh, super important to me. And, uh, and yeah, like you said, it's like still, it's fun. There's, mm-hmm. there's no reason there's no, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. And, um, I, I always look forward to it. Even when it's sometimes you're like, Oh, you know, I've had a long day or like other stuff's going on. You got other stuff on your mind. It is very much a, uh, release and very much yeah. something that I can focus on. And, um, in a completely different part of my brain that, uh, yeah.
1: So, yeah, let's, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Mason, thank you so much for doing our mediocre podcast.
3: Thank you guys for having me. I feel like you
0: keep calling it mediocre. I'm a little upset by
3: it. I listened to two of them today. I thought they were pretty good. Thanks, so. buddy. Yeah.
0: Here's what I think.
1: I think the guests are all great.
0: It's me and you that make
1: I think. It. And here's the thing. <laughs> That's okay. I think if you and I just had a podcast where we're like, this is a podcast about nothing with Jay and Muhammad. No, we
0: can just ramble on. Yeah. But <laughs> the, the thing, thing is, that
1: we're like we we have this sort of uh, like. We, we have a, a
0: plan for each episode. I mean, but this- I cut around all our bullshit. You know, no. when I cut <laughs> oh, these yeah. episodes, oh, you, you know what a- gets cut out is me and you talking about fucking bullshit <laughs> the whole time. I mean, almost all of what I cut is just me and you rambling. You should
3: cut that into another podcast. I should. Oh, <laughs> I no, know. I, could, could I have hours. R, of it. <laughs> 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 just like... <laughs>
0: everything that's cut, no context. So it's just like me and you talking for like minutes at a time oh. at each other with no fucking context around it.
1: Uh, that would be wonderful. I would love it. Uh, Mason, uh, do you, do you want to promote anything? You have anything to, to plug or you want anybody to listen to your, your things?
3: Um, Just uh, listen to pony league. If you want to and listen to whatever you, like i guess and have a good week
0: (laughs) what a what a nice plug (laughs) listen to whatever you want to
1: and have a nice nice week week. (laughs) uh as always uh the theme song is performed by marcus you can find marcus uh on instagram at we underscore r underscore marcus uh thank you guys so very 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 much for listening uh to this episode um Tell some friends about it if you like it. Uh, spread the word. Uh, we're doing the best we can. We have <laughs> an email address now. Uh, you can send us your thoughts uh, through email uh, at myhighschoolipod at gmail.com. Yeah, send,
0: send a fan letter. We'll read it on the air.
1: Send, send a fan letter. We'll we, read we it on the We don't have air. enough content. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also uh, on Twitter at my hs uh ipod uh we're on instagram at my high school ipod um and i think that's it
0: yeah we have a facebook page but who gives a shit about?
1: we have that? a facebook page you can find us there stupid Facebook. um yeah i don't know you pick a song
0: oh really yeah. Ooh, you never give me that
1: well i was looking for the north trolls i didn't find them on there um
0: oh yeah that's fucking
1: but uh i yeah thank you guys so much for listening um, it's my high school iPod it's your high school iPod too uh, until next time I am Jay Howell uh, be good to everybody good night
2: Kuzuma says bye in my DeLorean War's over on my peacetime Mandalorian Historians stumps Star Wars historians Deep in the but they play at Ben against Rhyme renegade, show to penetrate First and second offense, I won't hesitate Got a Jabba do in look got the delegates Got something against Skywalker, someone he really hates I don't give a fuck, I'm after Solo For all I carry, could behind at Yoda's Dojo Gotta make the money, credit's no good When a Jabba's gonna shop in your neighborhood Think you can cook, I gotta grappling hook. Let's make this quick, cause I'm really booked I'm a devious to Jedi Red Defender of the Devil Shirt on all the trash compactors On the d level My backpacks got jets. Well I'm boba The fat Well I bounty hunt For Java heart To finance my bed Well I chill in deep space A mask is over my face Well I deliver the price But I still narrow my eyes Cause my time I don't like to waste Get down I'm a question enigma get inside a slave one find your home and signal from endor to heart lead to spark i'll find what you want but there's gonna be a cost say my name is Bubba fett i know my shit is tight son acting right yo fuzzin' a carbonite got telescopic sight flamethrowers on my wrist you still don't get the gist fight Boots are made the kick targets are made the hit you think i give a
1: shit your mama